Well, it's the dawn of a new era, and a new era includes more fun. So what are we going to be doing today? So most people were like, what the fuck happened when I put this up, actually? You know, what ended up happening was I actually wanted to do a show centered around one of my favorite animals, actually, which is sharks. You know, so when I was younger, I would read like shark books, actually, when going to the the library, you know, it just fascinate me about these creatures. And then uh, during some of these books, I would also hear about the movie Jaws, you know, they would talk about the movie Jaws, movie Jaws this, the movie Jaws that, Uh, Steven Spielberg did this amazing thing with that. Then, uh, you know, back in the day when you had television there there used to be this like channel it was called channel 30 there was nothing really it ever did all it did was show you a guide of you know movies to see if you wanted to see them what time to catch them out you know so i actually wanted to uh watch it because i was just intrigued by how the books describing sharks will talk about that movie like some of them literally at the end were just going like X reason of this and you should go watch this if you're if you like this animal. So I ended up watching Jaws and I absolutely loved it. You know, little did I know it was a masterpiece, but I watched it and thought I saw a masterpiece. But then again, I was like six. So then again, I, I can only imagine just what Wait, I was going through my mind. Yeah, I remember like the, yeah, the no, books. It is, it is. Yeah, the books recommended recommended it to me, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it. What I was was I scared? Uh yeah, I'll I'll say that I was very young when I watched that movie. I don't think I should have watched it. It it definitely freaked me out, you know. And it isn't that bad. You can watch it while you're young. I was, I don't know. I think I was in fourth grade when I watched it. I don't remember what age I was at that time. I remember just having like mm. a little bit of nightmares that night, and then after that they're over, you know, because back in the day I wasn't younger and i was freaked out by horror movies so you know it took watching a lot of them to get over that and i I think today i realized to myself it's it's fake it's just a movie it's not real Mm -hmm. when i went in with that mentality helped out more the only other shark movie i had watched at that point moving forward was just deep blue sea randomly not that that was not a masterpiece but it was pretty good overall really really enjoyed it and then there was movies like the reef you know there was movies like the shallows sharknado that i that i've only ever seen the first one only seen the first one and then there was the yeah the, well the 40 centimeters down series that they tried to make that tried oh, that's fucking terrible i did like the premise of them i did like the premise of them but then they went to the i fucking, don't know I the loved, base majority of them suck besides yeah. jaws really and the first yeah. deep blue sea but i will say i did have like a similar story as you when it came to that and like when i was like six years old in school like we would have a period for 30 minutes going to the library and, you know, picking a book and reading it. And I would 90% of the time I'd pick, you know, just books about like talking about like sharks, just going over them. Cause I interest was really interested in them, found them fascinating. They're not like one of my favorite animals nowadays. It would be more stuff like polar bears and geckos, but, and horses, but um, yeah, sharks are definitely up there. And on the back of all of them, they would then have like the last chapter talking about like the shark fin and stuff, and like showing pictures yeah. of it. And so I got really early into uh, learning about that stuff and how bullshit mm-hmm. it was and protecting them. 
And then, so for me, later on, what ended up happening was that I discovered what Shark Week was. There was a one time I was at my grandma's house back when she was still alive, back in like 2010, 20, when I, when we, there's a lot of shit that happened. Basically, um, the economy kind of fell apart. Uh, we were on some hard times uh, because of other life choices that I kind of made that inadvertently went into um, what ended up happening for us. So around 2010, I discovered what Shark Week was because I was at my grandma's house just one night, just chilling. I was just flipping through channels and they were playing the part of Shark Week where they show you shark attacks. And my goodness, my my eyes were just glued to the screen. And this was back when I was, I think... 14 15 at that time i think or maybe maybe a bit younger yeah yeah i was wrong i was 14 15 at the time and my eyes were just so glued to the screen like my eyes were just there you know so what always ended up fascinating well, well sorry what also ended up perking my interest for this was i was just kind of liked watching things that involved shark attacks you know, for some reason, I kind of always wanted to know, well, why why would X thing happen? Why did X thing happen? Why did this happen? This happened, this happened. And then when Film Elitist started doing those um, videos talking about conspiracy theories where I brought up the whole Illuminati podcast and he has his own version of it, um, my interest peaked more. And then there was this stream I was on with Stormy and she was like, well, if you don't know this much, why do you, don't you just have a show talking about it? And I was like, nah, that, that, that's going to sound kind of fucking cringe. It's not. Then later on, I saw this other guy. His name was uh, Sharks Happen. This guy's video popped up and he just talked about shark attacks. R just random ones throughout history. The most popular ones, you know, and you have the newest ones that happen too. All the ones around the world. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's 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 just do it. You know, let's just fully hammer it down. F fun fact, you know, who's know this? My favorite animal is actually the lion. Because you know, I'm a king. Obviously, I have my crown right here. My crown's always right here. You know, the lion and the great white shark are the best because what's your favorite animal, Sean? Wait, me? Yeah, you mm -hmm. bastard. Yeah, uh, favorite animal, you said. Yeah. 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 Uh well, yeah, well. I have like a handful of ones I really like, but number one's probably polar bears, which Those are probably gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably Good gonna choice. go extinct though. But but I, I also like geckos, horses. I like horses because my family used to train race horses a lot, and for like eight years growing up. Dude, so, I was honestly, and, I, was, I I couldn't even get on a horse to ride it at school when they offered mm -hmm. it. I was just too, I was too freaked out. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I felt like the horse was going to back up and I was going to fall yeah. and it was going to, like, I, I also was, like oh, Komodo so dragons. Like Komodo peacocks. dragons. Yeah, love, yeah, Komodo dragons, peacocks. I love cats. Like, I love majority. I mean, I basically love every animal. There's not really an animal I don't like or even an insect, but yeah, those are my top ones. Uh, Polar bears probably being number one, and sharks are definitely somewhere out up there. And also, I agree, Jay. Did we need to have that as the intro? It's like the countdown <laughs> so, thing. I think I, I think the intro should be the thing I sent you on on Twitter. That clip. Oh no, that's how you get to monetize your live streaming to Twitch. Oh, my, favorite is, my favorite is my favorite is the Arctic wolf. Come on, the Arctic wolf. Oh shit! Yeah. See, I've I've always liked wolves, but they just come off more like dogs too. You know what I mean? My favorites, like polar bears. The like those animals definitely almost are extinct. Like polar bear will fuck you up. That that's the thing. I would never want to get in front of no bear. That's my thing. Uh -uh, yeah, hey, have you seen those videos no of like that man, you know, swimming with the polar bear? You know, 
What? <laughs> they're, friend they're friendly. Yeah. Isn't that a Coca-Cola commercial? Only cost you an arm and a leg. Fucking swim with a shark. Imagine what it costs you swim with a polar yeah, bear. Hey, when, I was, uh, when I was 10, I went, I traveled to the Arctic and did that one with swim with the polar bears in the Arctic Ocean with mm -hmm. like life jackets. Really? <laughs> yeah, they, they have that thing. I mean, of course, you're not like completely up close against somewhere. Sean, you... I, I, so you had a good life, man. Like, uh, raising man, like, resources, no... traveling to the Arctic to swim man, the polar bears. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I had good experiences and traveled to a lot of places, but then at the same time, I was also, you know, with the most abusive fucking people ever growing up. So it's 50 50, but hey. I guess things 50 -50. All, all balance themselves out, you know? Yeah. As Daniel said, as all things should be. Holy shit, wow. God. <laughs> So, Filmolitis, the reason why I needed you here was because the topic of the Megalodon has been brought up more and more and more now. Because you mm -hmm. know how people on the internet go, man, I saw this one guy on YouTube talk about it. He must obviously be right. Well, to be fair, guys, and this is what I will say, as since this show is going to be, I don't know how consistent this show is going to be at the moment right now because we actually have a, a bit of projects to do uh, I have been caught kind of falling very behind mm -hmm. on, on certain things. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure. I also sure. want to uh, rewatch a few of those MCU films like Doctor Strange before Doctor Strange 2 tomorrow. So so um, I, I, I don't know how consistent this show will be at the moment, but it, it'll be an ongoing show. It's not going to be just a one-time thing, obviously. Um, there's just a lot of content I need to get done between this month and, ne and next month. So you'll see an episode for this potentially every other week, maybe weekly, depending on when I can get them in. But I have to make sure I get my pre-recorded content done first. You know, I'm I'm trying to make sure that I get my pre-recorded content done first. But yeah, as you well say as that, but then you do an fresh. episode of this before the videos <laughs> that you're about to do. Okay. Yeah. True. True. Back in the day, hey, I what, used what do you to mean, Tate? It's your day for animal, not the octopus. You know, with that the rock octopus. story. <laughs> oh my yeah, because he told a story about how an octopus was just feeling his hand, so then he smashed a fucking rock into it and then cooked <laughs> it up into calamari later that night. Oh my goodness. Uh, Sean, you sound kind of muffled in your mic just a little bit. Um, uh, oh, it is okay. One second. Just a little bit. What's up, Michael? How you doing, man? Tony, what's up, dude? Jaded, what's up, you bastard? Hi, Brian. Hi, Superboy. Give me a second. Uh, True Boss King, what's up, man? What's up, man? Okay, so um, basically the intro of the show is that most of the shark attacks we're going to cover will, will be between obviously the top ones. Mostly everyone covers wolves, Michael, you have great white sharks. You also have bull sharks. You have tiger sharks. Now those are usually your top three. Th that's what people call the Trinity of really dangerous sharks to humans. Now you also have the, another section of tier of sharks that kind of are dangerous, but their attacks are not as often and they don't have a lot of contact with humans enough for them to have enough attacks. So you have your hammerheads, you have your red sea sharks, you have your lemon sharks, you also have sand sharks. You also have uh, oceanic white tips. Oceanic white tip sharks are actually a shark that causes. Just a yeah. So how can I explain this with oceanic white tips? So you know how you have those shipwreck stories, like the famous ones from Pearl Harbor, right? Pull up a picture of, a, of an oceanic white tip shark. Sure. Yeah, it would be helpful since we're doing a shark show. Yeah, oceanic yeah. white tip. So basically, yeah. a lot of people don't actually know what this shark is because most people only talk about the big three. 
Okay, so keep this in mind, guys. You have your big three. You have your great white. You have your tiger and your bull. Then everyone kind of doesn't mention the underrated fourth one, which is the oceanic white tip. Now, I have to brush up all my knowledge on this fish as well. This fish is not actually something you want to swim next to around. Now, a lot of people would go, what's the point of bringing this one specific fish up because it's not the big three? A lot of the times, other sharks get blamed for what this shark does. Now, riddle me this. Or not a riddle. Try try to an answer this. Because even other people that have did research on the fish try to understand this as well. This is an aggressive animal, obviously. You know, like most animals are definitely aggressive if they're in the right situation. Now, this shark primarily swims at the top of the ocean. Okay? But then there's more great white shark attacks... But this shark is primarily swimming at the top of the ocean, closer to where humans are. So why would the great white shark and the other sharks have more recorded attacks? Because sometimes when people get attacked, they only really know of the big three. So sometimes this shark will attack people and people go like, oh, that, that, that's a bull shark. No, no, no. Oceanic white tips. The reason why they call them white tips because they're, they're fins. The dorsal fins, there's the it's the top yeah. of them, it's white. A Super lot simple. of them usually get these like mixed up with like those I forgot what species. Because this one looks like a bull shark. Like yeah, the, this one looks yeah, like that a bull one shark. And another another species that usually like is by those reefs, like the rock, coral reef know? sharks, right? Yeah, that and another one I forgot, but yeah, they usually get them mixed up. And there's also been many cases where there's shark sharks that are now back on the list, but people thought were like extinct for a while, but then reappeared and they, there were dead once small baby ones that got caught up in nets and that's how they figured it out. But for a while they got them mixed up with these ones. So this is actually a shark that no one really brings up. They, they almost act as if like it's only just three and that's it. No, 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 no. This one primarily swims toward the, uh, top of the ocean. Now, the reason why I bring this up is there was a, it was the Pearl Harbor story where the guys were talking about a shark, like sharks just killing them. Like one, like night, night and day, they would just hear their friends just obviously dying, you know, by and what would only be assumed to be, be by sharks. Now, that could have been anything. I mean, this was a long, long, long time ago. Now, I think to myself, how could just great whites or tigers or bull sharks just do all of that when this shark primarily swims close to the top of the ocean you know because uh oh over the course of many years the shark hasn't learned to evolve its hunting strategy now given at that period point in time it could have just been doing the basic strategy so i would say don't rule out anything not the big three and yes Fimolitus also said hammerheads now I've not been too accustomed with that many hammerhead shark attacks, you know, unless you now, now you guys can all, all obviously show me. I've not seen too many uh, of I, them. I love the hammerhead sharks. Those are yeah. one of my favorites. That and like the angel sharks, the ones usually at the bottom that like open their mouths <laughs> wide. You know, those ones, the oh, ones that like um, are pretty flat. Shark? Oh, this one, right? <clears throat> well, like the, I'm pretty sure it's called the, well, Angel shark is like another word for it as well, I believe. Oh, that's isn't that the one that, that's the one they found in the Ar Arctic that one time? I think so. Angel shark. Yeah, they, they, the they, ones they, that they, usually they, lay at the bottom. Oh, the ocean this one. Flat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the and then they like. Yeah, and then they usually open their mouths wide to catch prey. 
good actual god film. That <laughs> is yeah. pretty gnarly. That that yeah, is a really cool those ones. Yeah, and they can't really like see it the you know their with how their eyes are. So yeah, I, I swam with some of those in when I was in Costa Rica. Oh, so um, now there are sharks that aren't dangerous to humans, obviously. And remember, no one here claims to be an expert. I just only know this from watching more videos on sharks than I actually care to admit to you guys. Hey, well, but, maybe we can learn about it on each episode of this podcast. Learn more. Learn more. About- yeah, sing. I'm always learning. I'm always trying to do that. Yeah. Also, Jaded, are the goblin sharks you talk about? Uh, is that a, are those the deep sea ones, or is that another species? Yeah, they have the really long nose. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought those were just a myth. I I haven't. Yeah, are, that, those, that's those, a... are those the ones in the deep sea? Oh, like really deep down. Hmm. Because wouldn't those be extinct by now? Actually. Uh, no, well, they're not extinct. Sharks? They just they no, don't no. they don't come to the surface that often because. Yeah, so yeah, deep sea uh, sharks. Yeah, they look really wretched because yeah, and a yes. lot of people like have brought up deep sea like fishes from yeah the deep sea, and they look really like blubbery or you know just like really uh, like swollen, and people think that's actually how they look. But now it's because of the gravity that they made them that after bringing them up, they look completely different with actual photos of them in the deep sea. But yeah, also to correct you. Do sharks taste like chicken? Uh, no, they taste like absolutely nothing. John, you sound like, like a muffled cancer. robot. This did you know that? Did uh, you know that really? sharks have one of the uh, sharks have one of the highest mercury content of any fish? Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't recommend uh, women eat them because ah, uh, is that better? Kinda. Ah, fuck. Well, it'll do. It'll do. Well, yeah. Okay, so. There's a reason why you don't see certain rare sharks around the outer part of the ocean initially, because there are certain, how would I explain it to people that understand? There are certain temperatures the fish can only handle, right? So with some fish, they have to live either lower in the ocean or at the top, given their body temperatures. It's like, you know how you get too hot or too cold? You try to go to somewhere that's just right for what your body can handle. Well, they do that as well, you know. Philolitus, <laughs> what are you looking up in these days? Oh, I'm just showing you some prehistoric sharks. See, the prehistoric sharks thing always in- in- interested me too, but I never actually got in- in- into that side of them. Look the only one, one I know was the megalodon, actually. Yeah, what's the one species with they have teeth like that, but are uh, not not like that, but like more straightforward. That- were like considered extinct in the 60s like they're they were like sticking out straight like razor sharp kind of teeth like that also not not sure on that one i wanted to talk to you guys about now this is most of what the show is going to consist of is just us going over uh well let's say investigating because now guys we're going to be investigators we're going to be like this we're going to be detective we're going to be shark detectives that's what (laughs) you guys to be (laughs) we're going to be investigating shark attack stories throughout history and the new ones too so there was one shark attack that happened in sydney sydney's obviously australia and that's where paul lives so we always tell paul hey don't take your kids to the o- to the ocean <laughs> and paul obviously imagine paul fighting a fucking shark i <laughs> i would la- i would hard laugh if he ever told us he fought a shark and then actually won because he would talk to it and it would just fucking run away so you know <laughs> yes <laughs> well. imagine 
<laughs> Sorry, that, that's an inside joke. It, it's, it's just an inside joke. So, um, you know, one of the things that ends up happening with a lot of people is they think that certain attacks are all based in one aspect. That is not true. Um, we'll go over this more because for everyone watching today, this is just like the, the initial first episode of this. It's it's going to become a lot more fluid at some point, and you will know what we're doing. So here's what I'll say. Animals, over time, some of them, some species, evolve how they attack and evolve how they are predators. Remember, there's predator and there's a prey, okay? So what does that mean? The apex predator has to evolve the way it actually goes after its prey because if you get figured out – the animal's smart enough to know that. They're smart enough to know that at least. If you get figured out – you're not going to be able to eat. Now, why would they evolve the way they know how to actually hunt? They know if they don't evolve the way they're not a hunt, they are not going to eat. Most like seals travel with a pack. Obviously, you know, you see those seal videos, they're all just together. That's just that kind of animal's thing. They just like to travel in mm -hmm. packs. They just like to be together. So a shark knows if I just rush up in there, I can't eat one of them and I'm starving for like months on end. Okay. You know they're just starving months on end, okay? So the great white shark knows I have to wait till, a, till a, maybe a baby seal can't swim properly, floats away from the pack. Then that's when you see it pounce. Because why would – think of it like a serial killer. Would a serial killer really go in a restaurant, take a knife out, and just start knifing a bitch? Probably not going to happen. Why? Because it takes away the element of surprise. That's the point of it. The great white shark specializes in the element of surprise. Rushing, instant attack, death. It's over. It's over in a blink of an eye. Now, people would say, what about the stories where that doesn't happen? T typically, if the – well, when it comes to humans, if they try to fight back, the shark typically leaves because the shark doesn't want to deal with that. They're more of a hit-and-run creature, actually. That's it. They're more of a hit-and-run creature, specifically – for certain ones, you know, some of them are really aggressive. Some of them like to actually consistently fight more. From a lead, lead just wants to show us this. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this is the top ten worst shark attacks in history. If you want, well, to yeah, we will be covering them all in, in depth. But yeah, sure, man. Scroll down. Let's go. Yeah, I know about that one where some a shark bites a guy's penis off. There's a video of it. Good God! Oh, good God! Okay. U.S. Indianapolis, more than 900 men were thrown to the mercy of the sharks of the Pacific Ocean when their American warship, the USS Indianapolis, was split into by Japanese torpedoes in July 1945. When rescuers arrived in the spot four days later, they found 579 men dead, with many chewed to pieces by circling sharks. Woody James, among just 316 survivors, said the sharks were around hundreds of them. Everything would be quiet, and then you'd hear somebody scream, and you knew a shark had got him. Now, before you go on, why would that be a great white shark? Great white sharks don't swim in packs. Neither do tiger sharks and bulls. I don't know if that do. attack was great whites. It's just yeah, like, yeah. Because the thing, yeah. but most people yeah. would look at that and blame it on yeah, the because animal. of the cliche with great whites now. Yeah, the one of the big biggest problems with how people view sharks is they only think it's the one shark that does it. Because there's a top three, but then there's the general audience that thinks it's just the one that does it. Now that's why I brought up oceanic white tips. They they don't typically swim in packs, but they swim 
next to that part of the ocean to the point where that would make come in contact with humans, actually. So just a little food for your thought, guys. Shirley Ann Durden. In 1985, Shirley Ann Durden was diving for scallops in Australia's uh, Peak Bay when she was attacked around 20 feet. She was attacked by around 20 feet long great white shark. The mighty fish tore the 33-year-old woman in half in its first strike as her husband and four children watched in horror from the shore. By the time the rescuers arrived, all that remained was her headless torso floating in the water. Within moments, the shark returned and devoured that too. Yes, sometimes when a shark attacks someone and it doesn't finish the job, it will actually come back and finish. That happens, you know, because remember, the shark's got to eat. And if the shark doesn't eat, and that moment, it doesn't eat for a while because these are very big animals. And later on, when Fimolitas talks about the Megalodon, there's a reason why the Megalodon potentially went extinct. Because if there's nothing nothing to satisfy the animal's appetite because the animal doesn't get a chance to eat that much, you will just end up dying because, well, if you don't mm -hmm. eat, you die. Yeah, there's, there's, really much, there's really not enough like food down there for a Megalodon to eat, honestly. It's... I really don't get people. But yeah, really, sharks only attack when they're like super desperate and people like stupid, like flailing around like a fucking fish and bleeding. Jersey Shore shark attacks. Four people were killed in a spread in, in a spate. Sorry, four people were killed in a spate of shark attacks along the coast of New Jersey in the United States during the deadly heat wave of 1916. The first victim, 25 year old. Uh, Charles Vansat bled to death after sharks stripped the flesh off of his thigh as Jesus. he went for an early evening swim. Now, so we're gonna go. What does that sound like? A great white shark to you? Does that sound like a great white shark to an average person? It sounds more like a pack. Just saying. We'll talk about the sharks that travel in packs, which I mean, tiger sharks. Yeah, well, to be fair, I was not mentioning great white, but you know, people will think that. That's the, that's the weirdest thing. Five days later, Charles Bruder, 27, was killed after a shark tore into his abdomen and severed his legs as he swam off the beach at Spring Lake. Good actual God. Yeah, the final... Man, not, not, not a good time for the Charles. Goddamn. Good God. Yeah, most of these... What the fuck happened? My, my screen just went black. Uh, so I love how a lot of these is in like Australia or California. Just <laughs> always killing people there. Everything kills them. Sorry, sorry. My whole screen just went black. Yeah, I, I can. I can you're good. You're good. The final attacks took place six days later on July 12th in Matawan Creek. Lester Stillwell, a 12 year old local boy, was dragged underwater as he splashed in the creek with friends. Stanley Fisher, 24, plunged into the water to search for a stick. For Stillwell, but was himself attacked by the shark and bled to death. The twenty, sorry, the twelve-year-old boy, the twelve-year-old's mutilated body was found washed up, one hundred feet upstream. Two days later, yeah, good God, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, the, these are bringing back some memories of hearing about these stories. Holy shit! In June nineteen fifty-nine, Robert Paperman was diving for sea snails off La Jolla Cove in California when his companion Gerald Leher heard him scream for help. Turning, Leher saw his friend upright and unnaturally high in the water with his mask missing. As he swam closer, Leher watched Paperman slowly disappearing into the crimson waves and diving beneath the surface. He saw his friend being dragged to the seabed in the jaws of a 22-foot shark. Searching 
the water for his remains. The U.S. Coast Guard found only a single swim fin. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Good actual God. Oh, my goodness. Pacific Coast attacks. Four shark attacks occurred over a 15-day period off the Pacific coast of the United States in 1984, beginning with the gruesome death of a 28-year-old uh, Abalon driver, a diver, Omar Conger, was resting vertically in the water and looking out to sea when his companion, Chris Rem, saw a great white shark rear up out of the water behind him. It grabbed him from behind while shaking him violently pulled him under the water rem later told researchers the shark then resurfaced and released conger swimming straight at his companion realm pulled his friend onto their dive mat and swam ashore but conger bled to death in the water that guy was just flailing his arms like, like a seal that's what that is that is not a sight you want to be looking at in the ocean alone just saying mm -hmm. So if, if that was Sean, he was getting flung around like that. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll save you, dude. I got you, man. I was fucking swimming for dear life away from that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Barry. <laughs> and I just want to remind people again. Um, <clears throat> uh, what was it? Yeah, like six fatal shark attacks each year in comparison to like tens or hundreds of millions of shark deaths for their fins. So I'm just saying, remember that. Uh, keep this into the account. When like they, when reading these stories, though, although I will say there has been I I can't remember if it was like the white tail fin whatever they're called that we were just talking about, but earlier, but there is one species that has started to like evolve attacking humans more frequent frequently and gaining a taste for us after all of the attacks over the years and like killing them Red a bunch. Sea shark? The Red yeah, sea something one? like that or the, yeah, yeah there was the Red Sea shark attacks that happened like 2010. But th see, th this is the, the weird thing about some of these sharks that are like underrated is that most of these sharks have very low human attack numbers. Oh, they had very low human attack numbers. Dude, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I've ever read a story where a sand shark attacks someone. I personally have never heard any of them doing that, you know, or a nurse shark, you know. But more recently, you've been hearing about past few years, obviously, hammerheads, red sea sharks, lemon sharks. But those sharks don't typically like attack, they attack in packs to like whale carcasses or some shit you know like i i, I wonder it, like the people are saying animals do evolve over time you know like so do animals like taste buds evolve over time too like they don't like the taste of something before but they'll like it later on does that work for them like us or like dogs or some shit like that i don't know mm, i'm a genius actually barry wilson Swimming near Lover's Point off the Californian coast in 1952, 17-year-old Barry Wilson was seen by witnesses to jerk suddenly from side to side. The young tuba player then screamed before witnesses saw a shark rearing out of the water to attack him from the front and drag him under. Wilson resurfaced seconds later, screaming and flailing his arms in a pool of blood. Five fellow swimmers fought for 30 minutes to drag him back to the beach through the rough surf he but he bled to death before they reached the shore terrence manual a a 10 foot white pointier ripped off terrence's right leg in 1974 as he struggled to scramble into a boat driven by his friend 
John Talbot, the 26-year-old, had been had been diving for sea snails in 30 feet of water when he suddenly burst through the surface and shouted, Shark! Talbot rushed to save his friend, but was unable to prevent the attack and was instead forced to watch as Manuel bled to death in the water. Goody minutes. Yeah, also, uh, Juicy Fruit, uh, more people have also died from uh, getting crushed by a vending machines and shark attacks. That that's crazy because the vending machine moves slow. You you can run from that shit. Well, that's because they mess they mess around with them and like jump on top of them and then they tip over. On oh them. my! <laughs> Crush, that's what happens. More people have died from that, I believe, than shark attacks. Randall Fry, Cliff Zimmerman was diving for Abalone with his friend Randall Fry off the coast of California in 2004 when disaster struck. Zimmerman reported that he turned from Fry for a millisecond before hearing a whooshing sound and feeling the water move. As if a boat went by, he spun around to see Fry gone and a shark fin surfacing momentarily before the surrounding water turned red. Zimmerman swam for his life. His companion's severed head and body were found separately the following day. Hello, Jerry. How you doing, man? What's up, Juicy Fruit? Rodney Fox. Rodney Fox, then 13, was defending his Australian... I, yeah, I remember this one. This is one of my favorite ones. Rodney Fox, then 13, was defending his Australian spearfishing title in 1953 when a great white shark grabbed him around the middle and dragged him through the water upside down. The predator released him as he gouged its eyes, but soon returned and attacked again. Fox jammed his arm down the beast's throat and pulled it free, ripping the flesh from his arm. The shark released him and then returned for a third time, driving, dragging Fox along the ocean floor. After nearly drowning, the teenager was released and pulled aboard a nearby boat. With his ribcage, lungs, and upper stomach exposed, miraculously, his main arteries remained intact, and he survived after four hours of surgery and 360 stitches yeah i remember that's one of my favorite ones actually i remember that one so kate how oh, you yeah. doing man what's the guy name what's the guy's name again ridney uh, sorry go up ridney fox sorry rodney fox holy shit uh rodney fox okay brooke watson the first recorded victim of a shark attack British merchant, obviously Nermans country, oh my fucking god, <laughs> the first recorded victim of a shark attack, British merchant sailor Brooke Watson was swimming in the harbor of Havana in 1749 when a shark attacked him once and then came back for more. The 14-year-old crewmate saw the attack and dragged him from the bloody water, saving his life. Despite losing a foot to the shark and later having his leg amputated, Watson went on to serve for nine years as a member of uh, Parliament before becoming the Lord Mayor of London. Wow. Yeah, so if That's... you were trying to get me to like sharks, this was not the way to do it. Hmm. Oh, now, Fumalitas will be talking about the Megalodon, actually. So why do you think the Megalodon is fake, essentially? Or it doesn't exist no, right well, now? I... Yeah, I mean, they're just based on... Uh, I mean, it existed. Like, there's teeth. Yeah, it existed. Find all over it, it, the yeah, because people who say it never existed are capping out their ass. It definitely did exist at one point. It definitely existed. You, you um, usually find, like, teeth fossils of it every, in, like, California or other places with, like, uh, fossil hunting. Like, they're easy to find, actually, in, like, places. Give me a second. Yeah, now, and you know, you know the movie The Meg with uh, Jason Statham was a documentary. That's the... Oh, oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. 
Oh hell yeah, dude! It's the best movie ever made. That's better than The Godfather, honestly. But yeah, I, I don't believe uh, they exist anymore because all this all the sightings are uh, not credible. They're they're like just easily misidentified. Like they're people that just don't okay, understand so their biology. Monster, what, what what's that one show that Annapolis used to have called Monster Quest? They had an episode yeah. about a sighting of a sixty foot long great white shark. Now people that have factored this in. Animals could appear smaller in front of you the more you get closer to them. You know how something appears bigger in front of you before it gets closer and it's just smaller by comparison? So when some people see a shark like that, they're probably just looking at an average shark, but they're depth, just mischaracterizing it's the depth perception. it. Yeah, it's a depth perception issue. Yeah. I'm not lying. The great white sharks are definitely huge. They're like 20 feet long. That, that's a pretty big animal for like a fish of that size. Not, not saying people are wrong, but – people are kind of freaked out in that moment and you're not thinking clearly and you're not going like, damn, wait, that's not actually that big, but that's still, that's still like a animal. I probably shouldn't be around. People need to understand a 60 foot long shark would definitely stand out in the water. That is something that would definitely stand out. That's, that's not something you could simply just go like, and be like, man, that's an average looking shark. Cause most people know what an average looking great white shark at least looks 15, 20 feet. That's like their average length, a 60 foot one, do you know how, how like people are like diving with their friends and shit? If an average person diving with their friends actually sees that, not out of context, not fearing it. Well, first of all, you probably wouldn't live because it probably eat you. But holy shit, like I don't know. That's the thing. Like, dude, I, I I don't know. The problem here is like there's no way a shark like that could live because the appetite it would have to consume, which it's impossible. You know. Also, it can't really survive at certain depths of temperature. I mean, but it, it, it's not like survive. It can only be around certain depths of temp of temperature for quite a bit of time, you know? Because, you know, like certain sharks have to keep moving, you know? Oh, that's all of them, actually. But, yeah, yeah, man, go ahead. Oh, I mean, you know, basically I just pulled up a list of what are the supposed most credible Megalodon sightings. For credible? Year. Hell, yeah. The Megalodon was a large shark that existed in prehistoric times. It is considered to have become extinct about 2.6 million years ago. Poorly documented sightings of large sharks measuring anywhere from 19 to from 10 to 90 meters, 40 to 300 feet, have been alleged throughout the 20th and 21st centuries. Such megalodon sightings, abbreviated as meg sightings, are not regarded as credible by scientists and most other researchers. As you guys see a graph right there, reconstruction of a prehistoric megalodon compared to a human. The modern presence of a comparable predatory sharks have been alleged, but never confirmed. That's the thing. Yep. And now you start going down. Uh, one Polyzenian myth regards a 30-meter, 100-foot shark called Lord of the Deep. The Black Demon, Spanish for El Dimano Negro, of the Sea of Cortez, is usually considered to be a black shark, a less commonly and less commonly whale. Living off the coast of Baja California in Mexico. Also, yes. isn't the black demon what uh, your friends call you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Holy shit. It is said to measure about 60 feet, 18 meters, similar to the estimated length of a megalodon. In the 20th century, sailors and, and crayfish fishermen of the waters of Australia, off the waters of Australia, respectively told Cartmel and Stid, about what they saw. In the former case, the sailors alleged seeing a white shark near the Great Barrier Reef that rivaled the size that rivaled their boat in size, with the boat measuring 85 feet. 
26 meters. In the latter case, the fishermen alleged seeing a pale white shark near Broughton Island that was about 115 feet, 35 meters, and a head that was not shorter than the roof of a wharf shed near Naslands Bay. They were consequently too terrified to return to the area. So it's basically just what people see and off generally like already confirmed myths, actually. So that's the thing. Mm, that's the in interesting thing about this, actually. Mm. All right. So now, as you guys know, the other shark we'll be covering is a uh, bull shark attack. So bull sharks are the shark that can swim in fresh water and salt water. It's a way their gills work, actually. Oh, so MSK, can I add one more thing to the Megalodon thing? No, no I'm just kidding. Uh, some scientists suggest that a supernova may have contributed to the extinction of the largest sharks that ever lived. The claim a is supernova. that a nearby star, yeah, a nearby star went supernova, enveloping the Earth in a harmful muon radiation. This radiation would have been harmful to many species, but ones that reproduce slowly, like the megalodon, would have been affected much more drastically. It is because of the buildup of mutations and lack of genetic diversity in their species. Hmm. So some scientists think that's uh, one of the theories that they have. Like, is it possible for an animal like that to have existed? There's no way. It had to have gone prehistoric ages ago. There, there, there's, no, there's no way a shark that could ever exist anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, it, there's no way that they all didn't die off, I don't think. You, know, you don't think they all actually have died off, honestly? No, I'm saying they all would have had to have died off, in my opinion. Like, I, I think something that big could survive again in billions of years, if yeah. you know, how evolution goes, but they all died off. Because the thing about them is they're so huge, and that was uh, the reason that they stayed at top of the food chain, because they were so huge, so fast, and so vicious. But it was their downfall, because they weren't able to get... Uh, food sources when they ch when the when the ecosystem in the ocean changed, mm. you know, like so sharks that could feed off like smaller life and stuff, they were able to survive. The megalodon wasn't, mm. and that then that's the interesting thing is like people don't understand if you see a animal that big, like that that's it's not even just life or death. It, it's literally like okay, um, this death. is like a part of <laughs> it's, well, it's literally a part of human like um. I say evolution. It's part of like the world itself. Having an animal that big, you would want to protect an animal. Now, if that said animal would actually want to be protected, is not up to like us to figure out, you know, because it would definitely not want to be around us, obviously. But yeah, um, you know, I gotta definitely uh do more uh research into the megalodon because I, I I'm normally someone who just kind of just thinks it just doesn't exist. Because, you know, a lot of people claim there's sightings now, but I was like, wait a minute, that animal went, went extinct, you know, years ago, actually, you know. But I'll do more uh, on, on that, and we'll kind of go through the Megalodon a as a whole, you know. So we'll have that for, um, you know, next next time we do a show like this, you know. Like, people say uh, Megalodon was caught on camera, but it's actually just this guy putting the Meg from that movie in himself splicing <laughs> and hitting it. it doesn't exist. Doesn't exist, man. That's like Chaz thinking that the Spider-Man 4 trailer came out last night, you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Now, there are people that actually um think that the um Megalodon went extinct because of the great white sharks actually eating up all the food supply, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that article I read said it was a combination of things. It was the 
the ecosystem. It was the changes in the ocean's climate from the ice age. Uh, it was the supernova stuff. It was a combination of things that caused their downfall. Mm. But man, they were fucking cool, dude. Mm. That's the thing. It's like, man, just looking at how the ecosystem has evolved and we've lost like certain animals over yeah. time. No, so I just wanted to quick. Yeah, I, I was looking for it. This was the one I was talking about earlier with like the... The sawfish? The, yeah. The, it, all, it isn't like some species of it isn't extinct in all and not in all areas, but majority of them are in the most majority of places. But I like how I it's smiling. Kind of thinking of it's earlier, smiling. But, yeah, <laughs> it's got a picture of it, but uh, yeah, also I just also I did want to, even though it isn't a shark, I did want to give a shout out to like uh, the Dracula squid or whatever they call it. Uh, if you ever heard of it. Give me a second to show you guys this. I don't even know if you can show this kind of thing, but it, it well, we got to test the waters out. Get it? No, no, that was a mm-hmm. yeah, good So there was this this video I hadn't even got a chance to watch yet. Fish biologist reacts to megalodon proof. Hold on, I think I shut the audio. I think I did. How stupid is this guy? Like, it's a marine biologist, not a fish biologist. <laughs> I came across this video called 15 Reasons the Megalodon Shark May Still Exist. And I watched it out of morbid curiosity, just like, hey, I wonder what this video has to say. Obviously, the Megalodon doesn't still exist, but I guess there are some things you could say, you know, in favor of maybe it still exists. Whatever. I guess there are some things you could say. So I was curious how they could come up with 15 reasons. And the first two were horrible. So I stopped the video and I said, I want to react to this on stream in character as a fish biologist because I don't think I'm going to enjoy this. Uh, I'd also like to point out it is made by a channel called Faxopedia, which is probably (laughs) a misleading name you can give your channel. I mean, that's horrible. It's like naming your channel the cooking channel and then only playing video games. Like, Faxopedia could not be further from what this actually means. But anyways, we won't prejudge. Maybe the first two reasons were bad, and there are some other good reasons why the Megalodon is still alive. I'll share at the end what what is probably the best reason, or like two best reasons. They're not good, by the way. They're very, very bad reasons. But if you have to come up with some reason that the Megalodon, the, you know, giant prehistoric shark, is still alive, there are a couple that are... I guess passable in more of like a we don't know kind of way. But anyways, let's see what this guy has to say. Let's cut right to the chase. Lots of people want Megalodon to still be out there, but are they? As time goes by, more and more people find evidence that seems to suggest these king-sized sharks might not be as dead as we thought they are. Of course, there's every chance these so-called clues are nothing but hoaxes, and the believers nothing but fools. But let's take a look anyway. Just in case, here are the reasons the Megalodon may still exist. Number 15, video evidence. As the old saying goes, okay. seeing is believing. In 2019, sure. a video posted on YouTube came with the hope that everybody would believe what they saw. A giant shark leaping out of the ocean to grab something in its jaws. But there's a catch. While the shark initially looks like a typical great white, there's something different. It's far, far too big to be considered a normal or ordinary great white. <sighs> Here we great go. can ultimately grow up to 20 feet in length. This shark appears to be much, much bigger. Raising the- All right. So first thing we're going to need to talk about when it comes to video evidence of a fucking megalodon, by the way, first thing that we need to talk about is scale. Because you know what's crazy about the ocean? 
not a lot of people know this, but the ocean. Can I just say something quickly? You know, factor about it. That guy's house looks like shit for somebody that's a fish biologist. Sounds like he's fucking fishing there. He's Aquaman or something? No, that's a, that's a that's a bad joke. It's made completely of water, and water doesn't have a scale. So you can put something in the ocean, and you don't know how big that thing is. You have absolutely nothing to compare it to other than water, and there's no scale to water. If you take a zoomed-in picture of a tuna fish, it can look bigger than a shark because it's in water. You have nothing to compare it to. Still, proving a hoax is an incredibly difficult task. And since nobody has been able to disprove the video as of yet, we can conclude that this may very well be Jason Statham's old friend. Because nobody has been able to definitively disprove that the fisheye lensed video is a megalodon, it may very well be a megalodon. And now it's time for the odd topic. This photo from Brazil seems This is where I had to stop. I I was watching this video casually and I had to stop. This is <laughs> And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy about this too? Recognize this work? It's yours. Oh, thank you, Asana. Yep, yes, yes, yes. Mythbusters. It's literally from a Mythbusters episode. Yeah. It's literally from a Mythbusters episode. <laughs> it is an episode of Mythbusters where they test how strong the jaw of a Megalodon would be. This guy used this as his number two evidence in why the Megalodon still exists. It is literally in an episode of Mythbusters. Show the surface corpse of a dead shark. That much Strong is clear. the jaw of a megalodon. How is that much clear? You can see wrinkles. You can literally see this glaze of the sh the sun on the fucking plastic that balloon the animal. Size of the, thing. the shark's body is said to have been found by a marine biologist who was exploring nearby when he saw it floating in the far. Where did you get this story? It's literally from a myth. He's just making things up. He's saying a marine biologist found it. It literally is from a... You can watch the episode of Mythbusters and watch them build this. Quickly as he could, he assembled a team and had the body dragged to the beach. Given the size of it... He's sure just making things up. Done, right? What do you think? Number 14. The coelacanth. It may sound like something from a science fiction... Coelacanth <laughs> is my favorite fish. And the story of the coelacanth is very cool. Mm -hmm. But it is not evidence that prehistoric creatures are still on Earth. Okay? The megalodon is a surface-dwelling, gigantic shark that is a predator. The coelacanth is a deep sea in the center of the Indian or South African Ocean that lives in caves. They live in caves at the bottom of the ocean. How would anyone ever find them? That is not the same thing as a giant surface shark. Story, I, but the coelacanth is living proof that extinction is not necessarily the end. It no, it is. Extinction is the end. The coelacanth just didn't go extinct. It's just 
lives deep in the ocean in a place where we wouldn't interact with it much. John believed that the coelacanth, a small fish that lives far beneath the surface of the ocean, had been extinct for over 65 million years. But in 1938, scientists found a living specimen of the fish off the coast of South Africa, debunking any claim that the coelacanth no longer existed. There were no claims. No one knew shit. No one cared about the coelacanth. We found a fossil, or a couple fossils, in rocks <laughs> 65 million years or older. And we said, okay, so this fish probably went extinct 65 million years ago. And then we found one. It's not that unlikely. It lives in a deep sea cave. How often do humans go into deep sea caves? Even science gets it wrong sometimes. The rediscovery of this long-missing species has led many... Oh, don't use my favorite picture. Has That's my favorite picture. ...hiding deep below the ocean, far from the eyes of curious humans. But no, scientists... it's not hiding deep below the ocean. The megalodon is a surface coastal warm water shark that is literally the exact opposite of everything the megalodon would do deep no it doesn't want to be deep it wants to be coastal cold water no it wants to be warm water also fun fact about the deep ocean you know what's actually in the deep ocean when you get down below a certain depth where humans are not snail atlantis do you think <laughs> the largest shark to ever live is surviving on fucking glorified fleshy tadpoles at the bottom of the Mariana Trench? No, it is a apex predator. It needs to eat other giant things that aren't down there. have largely dismissed this theory, noting that the Megalodon preferred shallow, warm water and was particularly fond of prowling the coasts. Okay, claim that it's at least he acknowledges that. Megalodon to adapt so drastically to a whole new life in the cold depths of the wide open ocean. Okay, true. While scientists claim that the possibility of the Meg's survival is less than 1%, the rediscovery of the coelacanth means that there is now a precedent for the rediscovery. Where do you get the number less than 1% from? Less than 1% chance that the Megalodon is still... You know why? You know where he got that number from? You know where he got that number from? He asked, or someone asked a bunch of scientists, is the Megalodon extinct? And everyone said yes. And they said, well, can you say that for 100% certainty? And of course, there's science and say, well, no, we can't 100% say it, obviously. There's no way to sufficiently prove that something is extinct. And he's like, boom, less than 1% chance it might still be alive. They didn't say they could 100% prove it. Discovery of species long thought to be extinct. With new technology, scientists are exploring our world in ways previously impossible. And if smaller fish can adapt to a whole new ecosystem, who's to say that the ultimate aquatic predator can't do the same? Me. Me. I am. I say that. Me and every other scientist to ever, ever work with animals would say that. That a large apex predator is significantly less capable of adapting to new environments than small animals are. Not to mention, the coelacanth didn't exist. It, it didn't adapt. It's always lived in deep ocean caves. Literally nothing changed. You were implying that the greatest apex predator in the ocean, not the greatest, Mosasaur is better than the Megalodon, adapted to new temperatures, new pressures, new food sources, no sunlight, and your reason for it is, well, the coelacanth has stayed in the same place for a long time, so clearly it's possible. Maybe the Megalodon is a vegan now, actually. When you start a Mighty Network, you unlock something that hasn't been created Thank before. Thank you, YouTube. You Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Nope, 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 no. The Megalodon is not a vegan. You <laughs> cannot sustain a giant shark on plants. Probably not. Number okay. 13, the unexplored ocean. Oh, no. Don't. 
if he says the line, only 15% of our ocean is explored. Who else knows what could be in there? It be mistaken as a breeding ground for sharks. Don't say it. Planet oh Earth is God. made up of water. Don't say it. Oceans taken up Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say the explored line. Teeming with life. Don't in say every it. single one of our five oceans, there exist delicate ecosystems filled with fish, algae, sharks, and more. But despite the thousands of no. oceanographers, geographers, no. and others who've dedicated no. their lives to exploring these hidden worlds, there's a no. lot more left to discover. No. Only 15% of Earth. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. It always goes there. Uh, That's not an argument. I hate this argument so much. Assignment. Even... <laughs> Just because only. Okay. First of all, let's define explored. Explored means a human being has swam there or a robot with a camera has gone there. Okay. Do you know what the majority of the world's oceans are? It is just empty, dead space. It's just nothingness. It's just giant amounts of water. Why would we ever go there? There's nothing there. There's no life. We can easily tell that with satellites and mapping <laughs> and imagery. We don't need to explore the giant open ocean where there's absolutely nothing. Every day, new species are being observed and old species once believed to be lost are being rediscovered. Yeah, new species like tiny insects and like small fish at the bottom of the mariana trench not new species like the largest shark to ever exist <laughs> all of this suggests that the megalodon cat what does the thermohaline circulation have to do with anything the hot water does not go deep sea enough to support a fucking megalodon without necessarily having... he's just putting things on the screen to make it seem like he knows what he's talking about i don't even think he knows what thermohaline means megalodon teeth can grow up to 18 centimeters long this megalodon just seems like facts about megalodons the ocean floor typical shark teeth but the question remains how is it that so many teeth are being discovered if the meg is genuinely extinct <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah 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 no 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 i'm following no you know what i'm with him on this one i'm with him on this one hundreds of millions of years there was a very large shark with shitloads of teeth prowling the ocean and it lost entire sets of them on a near weekly basis how could there be so many he's right it's crazy how many megalodon <laughs> you know what i have a megalodon tooth in my room how how is it possible scientists <laughs> believe that the reason is logical shark's teeth are one of a handful of bones in their entire skeleton it makes complete sense that such material would remain intact and fossilized over thousands or even yep. millions of years. Yep. Still, it also suggests that there could, in theory, be a whole new group of megalodons eating well in the depths of the ocean. No, it doesn't. What the How fuck? Does it suggest that at all? <laughs> we, we, what is it? What is it? You just jumped over? No. <laughs> this is was nothing about what do you. We, <laughs> there's lots of teeth. Therefore, there's a surviving modern-day megalodon species living in the deep ocean. If a shark loses its teeth every two weeks, then it must be possible for these teeth to be brand new. There could be a baby shark. Actually, actually, because there's this amazing, amazing... Sing it, Sean. When they go underground... No, no, I'm not singing it. I don't want cancer. Fimolitis, have I not convinced you of everything tonight? God... Uh, oh, oh, so by the way, for Jada, I mean, there might be like some species that actually taste like something if you eat them of sharks, but 
for the most part, though, the majority of them know, and literally none of them have any health benefits. They just give you health, possible health issues, uh, especially if you eat them for a while and like cancer and stuff. Uh, and yeah, definitely not worth killing them at all for it and tasteless shit, uh, shark fin soup. But you know, because of weird traditions, though, with idiots, uh, yeah, they'll happily kill them for no reason for that. Alligator yeah. does taste like chicken, though. I can vouch for that. Uh, alligator, alligators. alligator, yes, and there's also uh, yeah, that certain species in like the uh, in, in, in those places in the U.S. that yeah, they kind of like uh, I, I forgot which one it was in which places, but like the uh, in the rip, <laughs> uh, what what so, place in the uh, do you know Philomelitis the in the U.S. with the gator hunting a lot. And that oh. one species that is kind of like a fish, like the gators that have actual fins and stuff. I'm not sure where that's at, um, but I would have to uh, actually yeah, see yeah, and they somewhere in the yeah, swamps. Like, yeah, swamp areas, but yeah, they have tutorials on like, mm-hmm. and, and it's sort of like the same as like uh, doing it with like a cow, honestly, with like ribs, but with how they. So, have I not it. convinced Filmolitas of what we're going to be covering on this show? What, that the Megalodon is clearly real? Fuck yeah. The Megalodon is real, Philolitis. <laughs> what are you convincing me of? We agreed that it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, because uh, if you guys are now just tuning in, we're going to be having this show not very often, but whenever we do, just have, have some fun. So it's always cool just to, you know, spice it up every once in a while. Next time we have this show, Philolitis, he wants to cover killer whale attacks. So I was like, well, I got to put more prep into that one. Actually. Yeah, that's actually been yeah. quite a few violent orca mm-hmm. attacks. Uh, also, don't you guys love how in aqua- aquariums people put hammerhead sharks with stingrays and an act surprise when the- they attack the stingrays when in the wild they hunt for stingrays? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, how did that happen? Oh, oh yeah, shit. I, I, I really want to talk about... <laughs> I don't even know, you know, dude. Why Why? Why did uh, <laughs> I not have a dad in my life? You know? You never know, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's know. a little more complicated than if the megalodon exists but, or not. Yeah, also on future episodes, <laughs> I want to cover like the shark water documentaries. Just go over those and like the stories and with the one guy from Toronto. Who, uh, if yeah, there was, in, but... if there was megalodons in the ocean, let alone one, there has to be enough food of a food source for it. That video is full of shit. <laughs> yeah, some other chemical, and they change color, bones and fossils. They're not white. Megalodon teeth that you find are not white. Because uh, they've like calcified or oxidized or whatever the word for it is. Uh, so you would know if they were new. You would know. And uh, they're not. Such a huge bite could only be the work of a megalodon or a very, very hungry large fish. But probably the meg. Furthermore, no, not probably the meg. He slips that in. At the end of every one, he gives like barely the tiniest, like the tiniest, dumb, Facts. not even real evidence. And at the end, he's like, well, it's probably the megalodon. I mean, it could be something, but it's probably, it's probably the megalodon. Skeptical among us, it's worth noting that megalodons were well-known carnivores who regularly feasted on dolphins, whales, and even other sharks. Couple that with our knowledge. So does literally everything. Whales are floating buffets. The Cape Town sighting. Despite Ooh, the world being slightly preoccupied, it seems even wars can't stop a visit from the Meg. On the 18th of December, 1942, Nazi... Is he really about to show me a photo from 1942? German soldiers piloting two U-boats in Cape Town, South Africa, happen to catch a photograph... <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you can clearly 
clearly see the yeah, size. Is, it's small. That is the megalodon. <laughs> that's it. That is. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, maybe guys. I'm an idiot. Maybe I'm an idiot, right? But to scale with that ship, it does look pretty large. But the thing here is, um, scaling things off the water is very hard to do based on yeah, how that, you would see it. Actually, based on how you would see it. it and there are many sharks that size anyway. That are, it, that's not a megalodon size. Megalodon is way big. Plus, well, their how big, how, be... So how big yeah, do you ahead. think that is? That's what I'm curious about because I'm looking at where this. That little... would be, oh, you can probably... see the size of the fin. The megalodon would have a way bigger fin than that. I'm not that's saying it's a megalodon. I'm just curious how big the shark. I, I, I know. I'm just... be... hmm. Because there was that one uh, female great white shark called. Um... Deep blue that appeared, and she was like, "What, forty feet some long or some shit?" It might have been a version of that big shark, honestly. The thing that looks about twenty-five, maybe, maybe that specific shark was more bigger than average ones because that looked like about twenty-five. Maybe so it says the biggest shark like living today is the whale shark, which can theoretically grow to sixty feet. Yes, okay. but the whale shark doesn't have a dorsal fin like that. Bruh, perspective. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, deep blue shark. Let me see. Uh, we need to do a shark Sharknado marathon after this, man. Well, we're gonna do it for uh, you know Shark Week later on during the year. Uh, that, that's, you know, it's like the first like three or four where yeah, good uh, all good guilty pleasures. Obviously, so bad they're good films as advertised. Um, well, after that, one those, I, after that, I think blue. they went a little too crazy, though, even for that. So, so this is day. Deep Blue. This was deep. The Deep Blue is the largest great white shark ever caught on camera by marine biologists and scientists. Deep Blue is 20 feet long, 6 meters, 8 feet high, 2.5 meters, and weighs 2.5 tons. <laughs> Shit. The massive creature has razor sharp teeth and huge fins. Female great white sharks are often larger than males and tend to be solitary creatures. They stay high. They stay at high depths while pregnant and approach the coastlines to give birth. Deep blue was initially identified in the 1900s. And when was that guy talking about that video? Wasn't it the 1900s? 1940s, I think. Mm. Mm. So he may have potentially been looking at this fish in its more younger um, period in its life lifespan, actually. But it would only be 20 feet long? <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, see that, 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 that's the thing. That's the thing. Hmm. Maybe Fimolese is onto something. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why, you know, that's why we need Fimolese around. Here's our, he's our res resident shark detective, actually. I'm just saying, like, I understand it's hard to scale things from water, but when I line that up with how long that ship is, it looks pretty goddamn big. Hmm. I'm not saying it's a megalodon. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, that's yeah. a pretty large shark. No, you're 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 fine. It's just be skeptical. You're, you're fine. Give me a second. Uh, okay. That's a big. That's a big boy right there. That's a. That's not. That's not. You want to just get in the ocean and just start hugging him or some shit? Fuck no, dude. I almost died in the ocean one time. I'll tell you that story later. I get up. I was wrong. This reason is too strong. It may well be the Meg. Documentaries exploring this sighting have interviewed marine biologists who have confirmed that the creature seen in the photo is likely to be the Big Don himself. No, 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 no. 
did he just say that they did a documentary and interviewed a marine biologist and marine biologist looked at that photo and you went yep megalodon <laughs> don't claim that marine biologists said that that is likely the megalodon they definitely did not I refuse to believe that any self-respecting marine biologist looked at a black and white photo from the 1940s with absolutely no scale and went, yep, Megalodon. Who have confirmed that the creature seen in the yeah, I didn't want to add something to that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, like you never, even if that, <clears throat> even if there was a considered quote unquote, like, uh, you know, like film of like pe people in that work area, like saying some shit like that, uh, Thing that there's sketchy things people can do. Like there's this whole documentary that's pretty famous now for the wrong reasons, where that they kind of teach in school, where it's literally a flat earther documentary to try to prove the earth is flat. And they got literally these famous like scientists to uh, to have like uh, for like thirty seconds, and documentaries are scattered throughout, like uh, saying some shit and being like, yeah, yeah, I believe it, because they. Because they were like fucking uh, retired or disgruntled ones, and then they were paid a shit tons of money, or they just took their audio clips and and them sitting down there out of context. So yeah, definitely. Uh, that even if this was the case with this idiot in this video saying that you don't believe that, still actually ask for the proof and then watch the proof and then look it up. <laughs> Worth noting that these biologists are seemingly untraceable, giving the skeptics some superiority on that one. Did he just? <laughs> uh, don't worry, guys. I swear the marine biologist said that it's a megalodon, but I can't. Uh, I don't know their names, and I can't get in contact with them, and we can't trace them. Uh, but they're definitely real, and they definitely are real people with degrees. Don't worry about it. Just take my word for it. Mariana Trench, known as. Uh, I knew it was gonna. I knew it. I knew it. Anytime there's something like aliens, UFOs, things we don't know about, it's always okay. Now he needs to shut the fuck up. We don't know. Sorry not to like this Underwater creatures who don't want to be bothered by the human world. No, it's actually not the ultimate hiding place. It's cold. It's extremely high pressure, and there's nothing to eat. There's actually probably one of the worst hiding places you could you could do. <laughs> it's like if you played hide and seek with your friends and dug up a grave, crawled into the tombstone, and then covered yourself up and be like, "Yeah, this is this is a great hiding place. I can't breathe." Hidden away. In the Jumping <laughs> 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 into a fucking volcano. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Some Tom Hanks shit. Thirty-six thousand feet, so deep that Mount Everest could fit completely inside of it without getting close to breaching the surface. Scientists have discovered that there's vibrant life within this depth, as creatures from Xenophile Force to tiny microbial life forms thrive in this unexplored ecosystem. Yeah, I'd like everybody to keep in mind right now that his his channel's name is Factsopedia. And he continuously puts on like charts and graphs that he's not even talking about have no relevance to what he's talking about on the screen to make it seem like he knows what he's talking about. He's also multiple times said marine biologists say, and then immediately after said, well, we don't actually know the name of them and we can't trace the marine biologist who said this. But there is one creature who is as of yet unaccounted. Hey guys, did you know that a Harvard scientist of psychology said that I am the smartest person in the world? <laughs> Don't ask his name. I can't trace him, and I, I can't give you his name, but he said it. He did. The Megalodon, 
If the Meg really is hiding deep underwater, having adapted to the whole new climate and depth that comes with it, there would be nowhere better to hide than the Mariana Trench. Yes, there would. Literally anywhere else would be better. I actually can't think of a worse place for a large predatory shark to live in a deep ocean, high pressure, cold, foodless environment. It's actually probably the worst place possible, which is impressive because he was looking for the best place for the shark to hide as a reason and then gave the worst place possible. From human disruption with much room to live and thrive, the trench is practically a hideaway for celebrity fish. It's the Hamptons or the Beverly Hills of the ocean. Yeah, if the Hamptons or the Beverly Hills were in the middle of a desert, had no access to water or food, and you were constantly under pressure and about to explode. We're going to have to look into that one. Number four, oh. Google Earth. More than just a blatant <laughs> in Google Earth <laughs> is a conspiracy theorist toolbox. Google Earth has been used to find Atlantis. <laughs> find Google Earth. Google Earth. It's a finalist. No, there, there was like a photo on Google Earth of like a, what was looked like red liquid on like a bridge and then like some guy there and they thought it was like a murder case. But what actually happened was just the reflection of like the shot when it was filmed in Google Earth and the, it, it was just water that the in the sunlight and the photo made it look red and it was just from like a dog that like jumped into the wa water and then out and then was <laughs> yeah it, 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 this is the Google this Earth is shit. this is oh good lord that well, like, although they're all actual like photos of in Google Earth of like fucking people pointing guns at like the Google Earth car and stuff <laughs> in, in like in like poverty places like in Chicago and stuff. Area 51 and has now even been used to track the Meg and it may well have worked. Somehow, someone browsing on Google Earth discovered a captured aerial image of a shark off the coast of Iraq and the discovery isn't entirely out of the realm of possibility. Bearing in mind that the Google Earth cameras well, show me the fucking image. The air, any animals that it captures with such clarity must be huge. How often do you see pugs or poodles or hamsters? Exactly. Well, to show see me the shark image. With such clarity from such a height means that this creature is likely around 70 feet in length that is a very very you're just making shark. up numbers you literally already said that the shark can size. only go to didn't you say 60 he said he has not only said 60 feet max he said 32 feet max at one point now all of a sudden it's 70 it and he's still yet to show us the image with everything we know about the mate we know from historical research that the where's the image coastal waters is a surface dweller and typically grows to around 60 feet on average now it's 60 feet on average. <laughs> he literally, like, within two minutes ago said 60 feet maximum. And now he's saying 60 feet on average. And now he's admitting that they're coastal fish again, when he had an entire section on the fucking Mariana Trench. Average. Well, this image seems to suggest all of those things. If any skeptics are watching, feel free to explain this one in the comments below. Just did. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't explain this. That doesn't even look like a... Whatever. If anyone watched what? that and believed that, you're an idiot. What is that? What? that... Looks like a fucking... What that the looks like fuck pickles... is... That looks like Pickle's brain. <laughs> no, it, it looks, looks like a Looks fucking... like I have some shit on my screen. <laughs> yeah, I know. It looks like a whale just pissed in the ocean. <laughs> oh, shit. It's the image. This is the image. 
What the this f- is what you're telling me is a megalodon. Yeah, well, whatever he's supposed to be looking at, the black parts, like where the white the is, white. the whole frame. Oh, what the fuck? Holy shit. It, it, it's. What? <laughs> it's just a fucking. Wait, wait, wait like I don't. Hawaiian <laughs> Islands. Is that yeah. not just Hawaii? Is it not just what Hawaii looks like from Google Earth? I I'm trying to see the fish and I don't even see the fish. <laughs> so. Or it could be a big shark. Number three, the HMS Challenger. Sure, the HMS Challenger has been out of service since. How the fuck does the a- this? That's from the 1800s. Where does this come the in? 1800s. But that's also what they say about the Meg. The HMS Challenger was a Royal Navy ship. Yeah, and they're right about both. Yeah, the HMS Challenger hasn't hasn't swam since the 1800s, and the Megalodon hasn't been... <laughs> Typically used for marine expeditions back in the 1800s, and that is precisely where the Meg comes in. In 1875, the HMS Challenger discovered a pair of Megalodon teeth while dredging the Tahiti seabed as part of an expedition. Sure. These teeth have been the subject of intense debate with experts dating them anywhere between 10,000 and 25,000 years old. That, of course, is a very long time, but it doesn't line up with the generally agreed extinction date of the Meg. According to scientists, the Megalodon went extinct around one and a half million years ago. So if the Meg, which may I remind you, loses teeth every two weeks, is extinct, how exactly did it leave behind a tooth several hundred thousand years ago? Are you fucking kidding? What in the... (laughs) Is this this fucking... Was this okay? Is this guy like pickles, like fucking abandoned (laughs) brother or something? I was like dropped on his fucking head eighty times. You have a third brother, Thomas? Thomas, you have a third brother, dude. Well, well, I did. Oh, oh, I, I, I was about to say, I. Do you have a fourth brother? No, it's okay. Do you have? Do you have a fourth brother? Do you have a fourth brother? I realize right now. No, it's okay, Sean. I'm muting your my mic. Bad, my bad. My bad. Oh fuck. I'm I'm oh, definitely going really to okay, guys. Yeah. So I, you I, have I'm a fourth so you have a fourth brother that can <laughs> go on Factopedia and give us links to the Megalodon and yes. shows us images that look yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. That's our fourth brother. He was created in a laboratory. It, yeah, and he's like you lock him in like a cabin, you feed him like fish. Yeah, we feed him fish guts and uh, we make him watch uh, A24 movies. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> ah. Damn. That... Wait, why are you on my second panel? Oh, my goodness. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, this is one of my favorite videos I made. I was so proud of it. Typically used for marine expeditions back in the 1800s. And that is precisely where the Meg comes in. In 1875, the HMS Challenger discovered a pair of megalodon teeth while dredging the Tahiti seabed as part of an expedition. These teeth have been the subject of intense debate, with experts dating them anywhere between 10,000 and 25,000 years old. That, of course, is a very long time, but it doesn't line up with the generally agreed extinction date of the Meg. According to scientists, the megalodon went extinct around one and a half million years ago. So if the Meg, which may I remind you, loses teeth every two weeks, is extinct, how exactly did it leave behind a tooth several hundred thousand years after the date it disappeared? I've got a crazy theory. It was the 1800s. 
and they still were healing people. If you went to the doctor with a cold, they prescribed you cocaine. Okay. So maybe just maybe the scientists didn't really know what they were talking about. You know, <laughs> maybe you just cocaine. a thought. They provided you cocaine. Australian cage divers who witnessed what may just be one of the first undeniable sightings of Megalodon in our modern age. While it has the appearance and the body structure associated with a typical great white, the shit. Stop there. Stop there. There's an image of a fish in the ocean. It has the typical body appearance and look of a great white. That's where you stop. <laughs> that's just hey see this ladybug it looks like a ladybug it acts like a ladybug it has the pattern of a ladybug and it's a megalodon the size of the animal has led many to suggest that this creature may just have something special about it of course marine biologists and scientists have as expected dismissed the footage as merely as expected great whites exist in the ocean something everybody <laughs> knows but that explanation is pretty weak considering the size of the <laughs> much larger hey, I, hey, I, hey, I, hey msk i have this photo of like a coca-cola can all right you see but but it, it, if if you take a picture of it from like a distance it looks bigger which means it has to be a megalodon larger than the great white if this no it's not this isn't the meg it that's not clearly larger than a great white. There's just a normal fish swimming alongside of it. I mean, the scale makes sense for a great white. Again, what are you comparing it to? Like, this is this is the very first point I made when we started watching this video. Is you can't come up with size measurements in the open ocean. It's just always arbitrary. Oh my goodness, that was uh, uh, that was a that was a fun watch. Overall. Yeah, that was a fun video. Yeah. Um. So no, we had a great first episode to the Shark Attack podcast. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, Hell mo yeah. Mo most of these will will we'll be covering the new recent shark attacks between great whites, tigers, and bull sharks. As you guys know, bull sharks are freshwater and saltwater sharks. They they're actually even more dangerous because they can be in two places rather than the great white, which only only appear in one. Yeah. Actually. So if you're in a place like yeah. Texas in a certain area where there's lakes, um, <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to give a shout out to this animal because this animal's fucking crazy. This is like fucking 60, like 80 feet fucking that, long, by the it, way. Is that the Nagasaurus Rex? It, 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 it's a deep sea squid, literally. Yeah, no, it's a deep sea squid, like very, very rare sighting and 80 feet long. And also, that's long enough, but like the, the, they've only found juveniles of it, which means they haven't found the any adults yet, which means they could be way bigger. So, this is creepy as far as want to give a shout out to that animal since we're next, talking about next ocean time. Animals. Uh, we'll cover uh, killer whales because people don't know what orca, orcas are basically. So it's a nickname for killer whales. That's just because mm -hmm. people like using the word orca because if you put the word killer in their name, it gives them a wrong stigma. But most people know them as like a killer whale. But uh, yeah, uh, that's what the show is mostly going to be about us covering new and recent shark attacks amongst the top three, as well mm -hmm. as the oceanic white tips or any of the new sharks that pop up and now want to obviously yeah. taste human flesh. Obviously, we don't really taste good to sharks, but the more we come in contact with them as we enter the oceans, then yeah. 
there's going to be casualties. That's just how it's going to work. And plus, we're kind of entering their domain. We're not in, they're not entering ours. That's just how yeah, that works. Sure. I, I love watching those, like, shark attack documentaries. Just people telling their stories about, like, shark attack incidents. Like the, yeah. Because like, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, so I, I was fishing this one time, you know, and I was just, I caught, like, 80 fishes. And I just kept, like, cutting them and throwing, like, bits of them in the ocean and all their blood. And it was just a sea of blood. But then, yeah, yeah, and then the shark came and like attacked my boat and shit, and with and, and, and tried going for the fish on it. Man, what? Why was it attacking me? I don't understand though. But well, well, why was it attack? I don't get it. It's like <laughs> Sean is just not shit. I'm just telling you that right now. Holy uh, fucking shit! Yeah, I, I didn't want to talk about like the uh, um future one, the uh, the stuff uh, that shark water, the documentary, mm-hmm. some stuff from that, and the just the Finnin stuff more, and that one guy who made it, and then that, yeah, and then there's also this interest in like uh, commercial I wanted to talk about. But, Give me uh, a second, place. guys. But no, we had a really great show tonight. Uh, nice first episode. But I want to tell you guys this before we head out because I know you guys are still watching this. Is um, I don't know how currently right now I don't know how how much in terms of like consistency i can have this show going it's still gonna keep on going uh right now i'm gonna try and get most of my pre-recorded content done but if there's ever like a free hour on one of my off days we can put in another episode of this the reason why this is not gonna happen on average like weekly is because well you know want to try and make this like a special thing you know it's gonna be kind of a special thing this will happen consistently but by the time we have another show you know after you guys watch this and you get a feel of what we're gonna be doing you know, you'll want to also uh, tune in more, you know, so I have to uh, brush up on a lot of my knowledge, actually, you know, I definitely brought a lot to the table, but I got to bring more, obviously, and uh, yeah, we have several projects coming up, Project Jurassic Park, Project Toy Story, Project, uh, you know, Expendables is going to be a thing, and um, yeah, those are the three projects we have right now, Toy Story, Expendables, and Jurassic Park, well, Dominion comes out June, Lightyear comes out in June. So those are the main ones we got to get done. And then you have, you know, Expendables coming out later on in the year too. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, you know, talking about, you know, one of my favorite animals out there and definitely have more knowledge for you guys. I, I, I barely scratched the surface about how much I actually know, you know. And I definitely hate film elitists, actually. I, I definitely hate you. Oh, I hate you too, buddy. Yeah. But, you know, I hope I didn't, like, bore you guys with this. Like, it, it was... I was kind of nervous doing this because, like, uh, like I, I think a lot of people go like, "Well, why are you talking about this?" I don't know because I kind of fucking want to. That's just how that kind of works, honestly. I thought, I thought it was fun. I'm just like prepping dinner right now, so I wasn't paying as much attention there at the end. Oh yeah, I, 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 I obviously don't it. like you. I obviously don't like you. Well, I know I already knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a sec. Okay, oh, so you can't put shark attacks in um, <laughs> YouTube's. Uh, you know how you do the whole blue the the, the tag thing? You can't do that. Also. Wait, do you do to tags on your videos too, dude? The hashtags for the search engines, actually. Me? Yeah. Yeah. You, you said your channel um wasn't getting found. That's weird. Yeah, Did they're suppre- ref- th- No, they won't answer me. They're suppressing me. You might. This is the thing. You might want to change your name again. I tried that too, and it didn't work. Fuck. Damn. Oof. They will not let my channel be shown. That's fucking weird. Isn't it? That's so weird. I'm dangerous, you know. You're you're going to uh, open the third eye for everyone, and they're like, "Nope, <laughs> don't have that." <laughs> well, they really they don't like those subjects, so maybe they're suppressing me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Even 
I can't even put Illuminati in the tags actually because I won't even show it. I was like, the Illuminati. That's not even a, really a bad word. Just to use it as a word, like it's not a bad word. I've it's heard like, you say. I've definitely heard you say worse words. Yes, and I'm like, dang, YouTube draws a line at fucking Illuminati porn. Yeah, not not, not porn and, and racial <laughs> slurs, but you know, <laughs> Illuminati can't have that <laughs> conspiracies. That's a we draw the line. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping eventually it'll come up. But yeah, pe- people have to go directly to my links or search the wrong turn podcast to find me. Oh, you also have that to kind of factor this in too. Is something that I also probably uh, well, uh, I searched in the film elitist on YouTube and your channel pops up, so maybe it's still lo- like low down on that. Maybe you call yourself the conspiracy elitist. I thought know. about that. I thought about that. I think the after dark yeah. thing is good though, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. But I, all the names, are yeah, your old channel like name, it. if you search it in the search bar, it will pop up, so maybe it's just loading like. With the name stuff, maybe it will pop up eventually. Oh, so it might still be catching up from when I changed it like a few weeks yeah. ago. That actually, yeah, that just, could because be just search too, up yeah. the film elitist in YouTube and your channel will show up after dark. They told me that it would take a few days though, so I don't know. Mm. It's been weeks since I changed it. Yeah, I'm mm. not sure what's going on. Now, oh, yeah, it takes a bit. Well, guys, we had fun here, but I want to let, let you guys know we have projects coming with Toy Story um expendables jurassic park and those are gonna be the next ones we both we focus on as well as reviewing new movies as well so it's gonna be a, a lot but you know it's not really a lot if yeah, it's, maybe it's one day msk will actually get to doing a uh, film projects that actually win his polls in the community instead of doing the ones that got the least amount of votes and then also we have Project Halloween coming up this year too because Halloween ends is coming up too so at one point we gotta do Halloween that's gonna be really fun toward like Halloween has a lot of movies in it so we gotta start that like in September to get them all done essentially because doing it in October and oh my goodness my ass getting profoundly um Jesus Christ so um yeah if you guys uh want us to talk about specific shark attack stories or some of the most deadly ones in history uh definitely uh follow me on Twitter and link me them I have to go do a trailer reaction right now to the newest Green Lantern animated movie that they just put out a trailer for that I've been waiting for a bit. So I'm definitely going to be reacting to that. But yeah, guys, you know me. I got a lot of content, uh, you know, ready for you guys to be coming. And give me a second. So after this video, I'm literally going to be doing a uh, trailer reaction. So uh, give me a second. Second, WZ, if that doesn't work, then After Dark does sound like a little XXX. Yeah, but no, Matt Jarbo has a show called After Dark, Hollywood After Dark. You would think that doesn't appear up in search engines, actually, which is really weird, you know? But yeah, you know, uh, I, I, I watched this guy called Sharks Happen, where he talks about shark attacks. And I've, I've always watched shark attack stuff anyway. You know, I've always listened very keenly when I'm paying attention, like just watching shark documentary videos or in my free time, just always going over that stuff. So I thought to myself, you know what? Why not just do one for myself? You know what? Why not just, you know, come out of the come out of my shell and embrace my love for the sharks? You know, but definitely the lion. The lion is king. The lion is king. He's the king of the jungle. He always wins. But the great white shark is the king of the ocean. The big, the top apex predator, or one of the top apex predators that exist out there. Um, you know. All right, Fomalitas, what do you got going on for the people that will is will will subscribe to you after this? Right, guys in the chat. Make sure you subscribe to Mr. After Dark, not Fomalitas, the fucking bastard. This guy's an octopus. Yeah, so uh we had a episode about simulation theory a few days ago that dropped. We had a stream last night with Sean and my friend Air Fuzzy. 
uh, doing like a secret episodes kind of thing. It's just like a spinoff of the original show. I got some new stuff coming as well, working on some videos, like uh, kind of like video essays, but for like true crime stuff, like uh, the Crispin Wall thing. Uh, if any of you guys are into wrestling, Sean brought that to my attention. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a tragedy there. So stuff like that. Yeah, um, it, it, so- it, it's like, it's kind of, it's 99.9999% like the 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 theories about him not doing it is bullshit but it's uh, again we go through all the topics so even the ones that are most definitely bullshit just to talk about for fun and also and also there are interesting things to talk about with even those ones like I, I did want to bring up CTE and everything and how it like happened with him but yeah absolutely yeah so subscribe to after dark um Turn on the notification bell so you get all the episodes. And I got an episode dropping probably early this morning, this coming morning, too, for the Wrong Turn podcast. So, Also, as you guys know, uh, my vlogs will be returning this week, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, we are watching Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness tomorrow. Opening Thursday night, baby, is fucking showtime, man. It's showtime. Let's fucking go. Multiverse of Madness is coming out tomorrow, and I'm hoping I can um, go to the early showing, which is like 4.15. But if not, I gotta go, gotta go to the 715 one. So yes, um, movies that are gonna that I'm gonna going to be watching in the um movie mm. theater, those will have spoiler-free reviews. And I'll just do those yeah. by myself. I, I don't need Sean or anyone for those ones. Those ones I can do myself. Unless Sean wants to join for those, that's fine. Yeah, well, you know? oh, you're doing the spoiler-free reviews. Yeah, yeah. Only for movies we see in the theater. So that's that's only that's mm-hmm. how you guys are gonna like. Yeah, and then we're gonna spoiler reviews of it as well. Yeah, yeah, because I I this is to me and what I've thought about it. I don't actually like spoiler-free reviews, but then again, I've learned to grow as a human, and I've learned that it's not always just about me. You guys want my opinions on something because you want to invest into it. Because I, I know some of you guys have families, and you're thinking to yourself, "Well, you know, is this worth it to go spend my money on when I could just stay at home?" And I have I have to learn to understand that it's not just me mm-hmm. in certain things. So yes, if you want to get if you want my pure yeah. service level I, I, analysis I like- on shit. You know, that's fine if you just want that. Yeah, I will say I wouldn't make those like too long, though, just 15 to 20 minutes. They're only going to be like max 12, 15 minutes max, and they're just done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I should be back by around 10 tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So by that time, then we can just do the actual spoiler review at that point. Yeah. So I'll I'll have time for that. Like 7 30, and it usually takes like half an hour to get because fucking. Take a like uh, take a ride with like my friends and their fucking car always fucks up or they they, uh, they always like stop by a fast food place on the way back and watch... they take like fifteen minutes to fucking order. <laughs> so... Yeah, I can't watch spoiler reviews because I usually work on weekends when movies are. Ju- yeah, so I understand not everyone can watch movies the same time that I can, and I think and spoiler for reviews help that with people who potentially may be on the fence about watching movie in theaters versus just watching at home. Now. I'm always pretty much going to say in those, I recommend always seeing it for yourself to judge it for yourself. That's going to be a common thing I mentioned in movie reviews because I want you guys to go watch movies, experience them for yourself, and form your own opinions. Because, like, I know you guys value my opinion. I know you do. But then again, it's just my experience with a film. You might have a completely different experience when watching a movie, you know? That's that's just how it works, you know? Because I, I might have to watch pretty much anything as long as it just, you know, entertains me. Now, if it's good or bad, I'll be the judge of that. My own personal self, you know. But, uh, yeah, we had a great first episode for this. It was awesome. Can't wait to do another one of these. Uh, maybe in a couple of weeks when we get uh, caught up on our uh, pre-recorded content, you know. Uh, most of those pre-recorded content is done for my – my Yu-Gi-Oh! section is done. All I have to do now is the TV show reviews and 
a few movie reviews and then we are pretty much done and then we'll be starting um the projects actually so uh generally i don't stream on thursday that's the day i take off and that's the day i get my pre-recorded content done but throughout the week i'll be able to get content done uh with like sean uh that i'll probably be getting something done with um later on tonight so i'll just contact sean after i kind of get something done on myself but yeah see you guys later like comment and subscribe most of all enjoy msk is signing out see you guys later peace go see dr strange in the multiverse of madness tomorrow at your movie theaters have a great time